Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. been watching some ball game and i said to him have you seen this documentary and his big motown soul yeah. music uh uh doo-wop uh guy loved doo-wop in fact right. when we had his uh memorial service we got a doo-wop group in there to, to <laughs> sing the songs uh for the dark man but i said have you seen this uh documentary standing in the shadows of motown it's about the funk brothers the right. backup band fantastic and joan osborne sang uh, what becomes of the brokenhearted? Right. And I remember Dark saying before he left, he said, "Hey, play it back to Joan Osborne singing that song again." And, <laughs> and we, 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 you know, that was back to DBR days. We backed it up and uh, saying that, and then uh, he loved it. And then a couple, three days later, the great man was gone, and uh, and it was on this day, June one, six years ago now, six years ago. I'll still uh, once in a while uh, be watching a sporting event where like, last night would have been a oh call up the dark man and say what the bleep did you think of that? <laughs> he, he was a big Warriors some, guy, wasn't he? Yeah, loved the Warriors. Yeah. And before it became before, trendy, before because, they were good, right? Because it was late, he'd watch it late at night. They'd be on late at night, oh, and right. he had the NBA package, and they were scoring a lot of points, even though they Curry wasn't even there yet. But he was, yeah, he was, uh, he was a Warriors guy. That's for sure. And uh, today, uh, he, he six six years ago today. I can't little, believe it was six yeah, years ago. Happened a little quick, but uh, it would be uh, it would be interesting. He'd be all over Justify to win the uh, Belmont too. Always like that chalk man. He'd give you that big. <laughs> every time he give you a big tip in the horse, it was three to one max. So uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, really? I, I've told you the story when I. Uh, so he calls in, and Joe and I. 
and tells us that Bud Grant's going to resign for the second time. We've told this story a hundred times and nobody had ever reported that. Nobody had right. even hinted at it. And it came true. So then a couple of weeks later, it, I mean, it comes true a right. couple, three right. weeks later and Suits writes a column about Sid's era is over. There's a new sports dopester in town, <laughs> uh, a guy named Dark Star, the mysterious Dark Star. Pretty soon he's showing up on CCO and other right. other shows. But now the uh, the newspapers are going pretty well nuts with the racetrack being open. Right. And the name, he says, Dark Star, comes from that horse that uh, was an upset winner of a Kentucky Derby. Dark Star. And he said he used that name as a handicapper at the Herald Examiner in uh, Los Angeles. Well, pre-internet days, and if he wanted to make that claim, who cared, right? You didn't really have to check it out. We never checked on it. We never checked on it. And uh, now the the main handicapper that the St. Paul paper had hired, uh, Big Danny from Chicago, got in a little trouble. Ah. Okay. So a big Danny from Chicago was uh, being removed from the main handicapping duty at the Pioneer Press, and we had three people in a selection box in I addition remember that. to the main sure, handicapper. I remember that. And Phil Marutis, yep. who was a better handicapper than Donnie, a great handicapper, local horseman, moved over to the main handicap. So we needed somebody to fill out the box mm-hmm. you know the the selection box on short notice this was like tuesday and there were races wednesday maybe it was monday night i don't know what it was but roy hewitt was a sports editor and he was sitting there smoking his cigarettes and saying racy you know anybody i said well we got this guy that says he used to be a handicapper at the la herald examiner Done. but i can't vouch for him but you know he's at the track i see him at the track Dark Star's his name. He said, oh, that's a good name for a handicap. So I call him up, right? I said, hey, you want to be in our selection box? Hell yes. Well, he calls in his horses on Tuesday night about 6 o'clock. I go out there to hold his hand the next day because right. he's my guy. Right. He goes over night. Ooh. You know, it doesn't have a winner. Doesn't have a winner. I said, you've never been to the track in your life, you lying SOB. <laughs> well, then he started going over to the winners the bar over there at canterbury yeah and talking to trainers and talking to people and getting a few tips and and he'd be calling in at night eight o'clock at night and say hey change that such and such <laughs> to such and such and he started doing much better but if protecting a, his craft if he got a really good tip didn't show up in the selection maybe, maybe. box <laughs> That one was for self. <laughs> that one was for self aggrandizement. <laughs> yes, but anyway, that's uh, kind of where it all started. And uh, no, you I, know what you did when when you, you know you presented him as the potential handicapper for the paper. You rolled the dice. <laughs> yes, we Let's did. Do it. Let's see what happens. Rolled the dice, and it all worked out <laughs> fine. Although uh, I won't have to repeat my favorite dark story, but my one of my favorites is he he's doing. A sports, the Dark Star show on K A N O in Anoka. Okay, that's where that's his radio start. That's where Northern Metro Juggernaut in the basement of uh, this Legion Club or something, Dilly Sports Bar they called it, but it's in the basement, and it's got a bunch of red plastic chairs and tables and and. uh, 
And the, he's, he keeps saying, come on. I said, well, God, I'm on another station, Dark. He right. said, nah, come on up. Nobody will know. Come on up. I said, okay. I told him here, I'm going to be a guest on the Dark Star Show at KANO. I get there. He's not there. He's got Billy Ward from the Star Tribune there because CCO called to have him fill in. So I was competing on the Dark Star Show against, against Dark Star. Dark. Oh my yeah. God! He, the stuff he uh, got well, he, himself into. He would routinely do that, wouldn't he? As if he, if well, he, then he pretty much he'd, if he, he started you, calling Steve Cannon with the race results from <clears throat> Canterbury, even though nobody asked him to, and that kind of got it to be his in <clears throat> at uh, CCO. No, I guess my my what I was going to say was he'd say, "Hey, why don't you come on my show?" And then no, you'd no, show that, up, and the, he'd the take great, off. No, the great one on that is when he was working nine to one. They were making him work nine to one, and Eric Nelson. The affable Eric Nelson, yeah. just to be a nice guy, would go to Twins games and get get a little sound from the clubhouse and bring it over sure. so Dark could play it. And one night, Dark gets there at about 1130, and, and he gets there at about 1130 and plays some sound, and Dark has him sit down, and they BS for a half hour and about five minutes to 12. Dark says, hey, Eric, can you stick around another hour? And Eric said, yeah, yeah, I can. Dark throws him a 50 and walks out. <laughs> Leaves him there. To he had do, things to do. Leaves him oh. there to do the show. Ah, uh, yeah, he was uh, He was always up to something, that's for sure. And uh, I, I miss him a lot. He was a, uh, he was a uh, character, to say the least. And uh, uh, Howard Sinker from the uh, Star Tribune website kind of wrote something today and said... Uh, Something about blah, 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 a Minnesota character in heaven, question mark. <laughs> I said, if he's there, I'm in good shape. Right, right. I'll do just fine. I'm in good shape. I ain't worried about changing my ways, I'll tell you that. I'm not worried about changing my ways if, if he made it. And, uh, we'll let uh, take uh, us out uh, here. A, a real character, to say the least. George Chapel was his name, and... Uh, he was he was about a fifty year old bachelor. His mother was still worried about him. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be back. Yesterday's show uh, with a mystery, gentlemen. The movie, the, the movie that we used to watch on Mel Jazz's right. uh, matinee, and you were describing it, and I was thinking that old man is crazy. Yeah, well, a guy named I think it was Brian on Twitter mm-hmm. gave me the name, and he's right. The Monolith Monsters, 1957, and it's a it tells the story of a large meteorite that crashes in a Southern California desert and explodes into hundreds of black fragments which have strange properties. When those fragments are exposed to water, they grow very large and tall. Wow, water is the life. The fragments also begin to slowly petrify some of the inhabitants of a nearby small town. Wow. 
The story unfolds, becomes one of human survival against an encroaching unnatural disaster that, if not stopped, could become a national ecological nightmare that could pose a possible threat to all of humanity. We've got to stop these buildings. (laughs) It's 77 minutes. Here, let's uh, listen to the trailer. Here's the trailer. What? Trailer? It starts with the big Batman-like words. Yes. Like, meteor born, meteor strange. Now these amazing monolith monsters become alive, shocking beyond belief. <laughs> Old pickup truck. Black and white. Hey, yes. you gotta believe me. You're gonna think I'm blind. Rocks, Joe? Towers of rock crashing down and then growing up again? Yeah. 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 Now they're standing on top of the monolith monsters mountain. Yeah. Perhaps a part of the process is the absorption process. of silicon. Taking it right out of whatever it comes into contact with, like human beings. The most startling science fiction concept ever brought to the screen. Just like Ben, their bodies are turned to stone. (laughs) What was this amazing power that could turn people into stone? That could suddenly turn inanimate rocks, stones, monoliths into growing, spreading, expanding monsters, threatening to engulf whole towns and cities, to bury all civilization under an immensity of weight beyond all calculation. Can you describe for me the police car that's in here? Barney Fife. Yes, Barney Fife. Black with the white door galaxy. You know what they did, though? You can can wind it down. You know what they did, though? What everybody always did to... to, uh, to wipe something out in that era, explode the dam and yeah. send the water yeah. down, <laughs> crashing down. So even though the water caused them to grow, caused them to grow, it also uh, destroyed them. But here, <laughs> so one you're of my not favorite, crazy. One of the my favorite things about the tra- trailer is the trailer is and. They told the scientists to say process instead of process. Oh, Patrick. To make him sound more dignified. <laughs> they to were, make him sound smarter. They were flat out acting there, man. I mean, that is some acting for you. You know who the babe was in there? Don't tell me Raquel Welch. Lola Albright. She was a babe. Yeah, she Lola was. Lola Albright. She was fairly famous. This must have been in her young. Because parts of her already looked like they had turned to stone. <laughs> she was dressed. So, uh, I wonder about, what kind of dirty stuff they had on her that they uh, she, made her, yeah. she said, yeah, oh yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll you do just that keep move. your mouth shut about this other thing. But the Mel Jazz matinee, I believe, ran from 1 to 3 on Channel 11. On Saturdays? I, no, no, every day. Oh, at night? No, it was, Channel 11 was the independent station. Every day? Every day, 1 to 3. Oh. And, but the movie only went 77 minutes, which meant Mel babbled for, oh, yeah. and they had right. a lot of ads. But Mel, uh, Mel was the guy who would then take a call or two and tell some. some Were you wo- scared? Some woman would call and say, "Or and what's your husband do for a living?" <laughs> well, he shovels cow poop. Oh, he's got a good job. Mel was, <laughs> <laughs> and Mel was uh, the. Uh, it was pretty fantastic. To, uh, the, but those were the kind of movies they ran, and uh, I was glad. I, the mystery has now been solved. The monolith monsters, rocks going across the prairie and destroy a desert <laughs> town. It's a Just pretty, awful. Pretty awful, damn good. Awful, awful. You know, but they, they had two screenwriters. That's what I was going to ask you about this. Hour, it had to take them four hours, didn't it? 
I was thinking that I wonder if they were part of the uh, government CIA LSD testing program because <laughs> how, who, who could possibly dream that up? Universal International's horror series, they call it, and they did they cranked out three a week, you know, end of the world type. Uh, they things. go go to lunch, uh, have yeah. three martinis, yeah. come <laughs> back come and back crank and this say, garbage how out. About <laughs> big rocks that grow when they when water strikes. How do they get life? Out. Water. Throw some water. How do we destroy them? Water. Wait a minute. Aren't they going to make them bigger? No, if it's going fast enough, it'll kill them. Don't worry about now it. Now we're going to need a love interest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, somebody yeah. bucks them. Yes. And somebody cheap. Yes. Well, in fact, the, uh, the first setup on it says, here's this short one. A geologist, Grant Williams, and a school teacher, Lola Albright, evacuate a desert town attacked by thirsty giant... <laughs> Uh, crystals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it was great. Did, uh, did did our dark guy go? Somebody wanted to tell a dark Oh, story. no, Michael, he's still here. Michael. Hey, Pat. Yes. Uh, I believe that was six years ago today that uh, dark was reported gone. And yes. the next morning, you and Joe on Saturday morning sports talk were reminiscing, and it was hilarious. A quick story. Joe was with Dark at some, I don't know if a baseball game or whatever. You might have been there, too. All of a sudden, this dweeb comes walking up behind oh, yeah, Joe at Dark. Rookie right there. He was with him. Dark Star, how you doing? And Joe is thinking, oh, how are we going to get rid of this <laughs> this character? And Dark turns around and says, hey, how you doing? I'll see you at the fair. <laughs> yes, you were there. I you witnessed the witness, that. Right? I witnessed that. He was a really nice guy. We, have, was, uh, we have stolen that a few times. At the fair. <laughs> like, at yeah, the you're, fair. you're the kind that will be right up front. <laughs> yeah, and well, <laughs> Patrick, virtually everybody on the air in the Twin Cities has stolen that. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Everybody <laughs> uses that one. Oh yeah, it's so awesome. Uh, one uh, one last one. He and I are with a group from Interlochen playing at Sandhill, right? And crazy Bobby Carlson, he's got the plane that gets it out this. But he's a great prankster, a good friend of ours. We we're ordering dinner in there, and he 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 hooked up a fart machine behind the guy so that <laughs> on the curtain, so that when he ordered, oh all of a sudden the young waitress <laughs> is taking the order. And anyway, anyway, Darky and I walk into our room, and there's a rat. What? Going hey, uh, uh, in a trap and blood coming no, out. Of it. And no. I'm up at the guest the wall like no, this. And no. Dark says, Carlson, don't worry. It was a it was an electronic thing, but oh. I was but I couldn't you couldn't tell. You, couldn't you just see. flip on you, the you light and go, as soon as the light goes on, it's he probably spent two hundred bucks for it. And I'm going Pat, Pat jumps into the dark arms. And Dark says, Carlson. Don't worry about right. Again, these are grown men. <laughs> yeah. These aren't teenagers. No, <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, six years ago today. We miss him, the great dark star. And Sports Talk will be back. Right now, we've got Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report coming to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. Bruce, are you good news or bad news? Well, the news is pretty good to end the week. We had gains across the board today thanks to a strong May employment report that helped push stocks higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 219 points, closing at 24,635. Not enough to get the Dow back into positive territory for the year, but we're getting closer. The NASDAQ Composite rose 112 points, and the S&P 500 gained 28. Fiat Chrysler said it will fund new 
new investments in electric and self-driving cars by bringing vehicle financing in-house and boosting global sales of SUVs and pickups. The company also plans to be among the first automakers to offer fully autonomous vehicles to the premium retail market. Today is National Donut Day, and there are plenty of places where you can get a free one. The list includes Krispy Kreme and Walmart and Duck Donuts, where you can get a free sinker just for asking. At Dunkin' Donuts and Cumberland Farm Stores, you can get a free donut with the purchase of a beverage. At Papa John's, you can get a free order of donut holes when you buy a pizza online. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. If I eat one more thing, I'll explode. No more donuts. Hello? Wow. Was he on tape? No, he's he's on tape. Bruce, were you on tape? No, no. no. Next hour. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. You just don't get the reference, and you're stunned by my brilliance. Did they send any donuts to you? Uh, no, they did not. Okay. Literally, and, yes. I, and I did not get the reference, but I wasn't really stunned. Um, Got it. M- Monty Python. That's all it is. Uh, Credit Karma sponsors. Oh, this, so uh, current. Yeah, yeah. Credit Karma sponsors this somewhat abbreviated traffic report. Ninety-four between the downtowns, eastbound seventeen, westbound thirteen. If you're a part of the outbound bounce. Much as I uh, appreciate Buick's GMCs and Chevys from Jim Paul's Valley Group, Such and I need the Pope to drive one of those self-driving Fiat to go around in one of those self-driving Fiats that they're going to develop here. To or maybe we'll get our money back. You, yet, need, a, right? you need a little boost. Yeah, we do. We need the Pope, pope to come back to the U.S. and drive again around in one of those again. Such led me down the garden path on another great investment. <laughs> you know, this one's good. You this one's going to go fast. You two are like the honeymooners. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Barney and Fred. Or the, God, never, so what would be I've a worse investment anything. for you guys? Your dual investment into the Fiat or Such's solo investment into the industry? <laughs> <laughs> that one, we'll see. What was, Such, what was Such's money-making scheme? Yeah, feel good. A good deeds channel. Uh, d- good yeah, deeds good channel. Deeds yeah. channel on YouTube. Yeah. He missed that one. Yeah. Jeez, that's so lame. Plus, it's already <laughs> done. Plus, there's we were enough, selecting from there's nine. Enough, there's enough sincere do-gooders out there, not just a phony like Sue. <laughs> yeah, you don't need some guy coming in <laughs> charging a cover charge. <laughs> Step right up. Hey, uh, Roycey, did you see the photo uh, that Francis tweeted of Rookie oh, earlier today? I see you've saw, uh, noticed that on Twitter, Kenny. Oh. Have you? Did you see that, No, Patrick? Right. Dum Dum showed up for the show today in a ponytail. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I saw. I saw it up in person. He approved. Pat loved it. He tried to help me get a little tighter. How come you didn't? How come you didn't smack the face right off his head? <laughs> I think he's beyond hope. That's why Joe couldn't concentrate. He started the show. And yeah. What? Yeah. What? What is that? What is that? What you should have done is have the ponytail and a cap turned around the other direction. Or like Fernando, a little askew. Now, how far away are you from turning that into some sort of ridiculous man bun that comes off the two o'clock position of the back of your head? Uh, We're pretty darn close. It can can come pretty darn close. Oh, Matthew. I I will seriously break some bones. It should be okay. This is going to hurt, my friend. Here's Johnny. <laughs> you do look like a sumo <laughs> wrestler. Oh, that's me. The old Belushi character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
It's partly sunny and 80 degrees. Twins Indians again from Target Field tonight. Jose Barrios for the Twins. Carlos Carrasco goes for Cleveland. Gophers baseball team opens up. You know what, Joe? Our Twinks are not very good. Joe's Joe's not going to reply to that. They're brutal. Yeah, they're they uh, figure out a way to lose. Man. Well, I think what they should do is not allow the other team to start the game with eight runs. Yeah, that yeah. does. It, it makes it That hard. might help. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> Gophers baseball team opens this up. This morning, Harrigan and I were so bored during uh, sports <laughs> updates that I was doing impersonations of Reavers managing the team. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen. Manage, management's out of town. Who cares what yeah. the hell we get on the air? <laughs> I'm just acting like an outraged Reavers all morning. <laughs> Gophers baseball team opens up NCAA tournament action tonight at Siebert Field, or they're playing the regional. They'll meet uh, Canisius at 7 o'clock this evening. You know what I want to I want to throw a tribute here to Tony Lee. Mm-hmm. To win a national production award... For this station is fantastic, don't you think? Did he win it's it for... one of the great upset stories of all time. You weren't standing out there when I uh, gave my congratulations to him, did you? <laughs> no. I said, get away from me, you weasel. <laughs> Was that... Win a production award oh, wow. here is a monumental achievement. Well, wasn't it for <laughs> this the This sh- is like... This is like a lawyer, who winning the who winning the national championship in basketball. This no, is like uh, Timberwolves. Catabla winning the Catabla. national championship in basketball. No, this is literally a, a sinking garbage barge, and he <laughs> threw us a life jacket and pulled us to shore. Is well, what he did. Uh, again, the uh, management's not here. So We're going that, down right? in the middle of the Missouri, and <laughs> we got he just what, do you, what do you mean management's not here? I just talked to the PD. <laughs> oh, he's oh, here. He's, yeah. he's Back! <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah, Those following all, statements well, are, do not reflect the opinion of Chris There were donuts today, so we came back. It's all a bit. I'm real, yeah, it's all a bit. I'm yeah. super so drunk. I'm on confused. Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all sugar. Sugar <laughs> You got an excuse. I don't. So let's just be straight. He won an award for the Shamanie ad, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, good. Congratulations, yeah, Tony. He did the Shamanie voices. Dude. I think so. I yeah. think he, he was confused how to spell it. All right. It What's actually up, is Johnny? pretty cool. Uh, despite all the yes. excitement, nice try, Kenny. Despite all, <laughs> despite all the excitement in uh, last night's Cavaliers Warriors game, uh, the ratings were down slightly from Game really? One last year. And in fact, this is the lowest Game One since these two have been meeting in the last four. Well, it wasn't years. that much difference, though, was it? No, it last was year? very little actually difference. Uh, twenty fifteen was a twelve nine. Twenty sixteen a thirteen one. Last year a twelve four, and this year last night a twelve three. So just uh, one tenth. Well, it'll be good for game two because there was a lot of conversation after that game there last was. night. Yes, the J.R. Smith tweets <laughs> after the game were just spectacular. Yeah. The, the squinting eye J.R. Smith <laughs> tweets were great. News notes from today: ending weeks of uncertainty. President Trump announcing today his historic summit. When North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un is back on. For, for June, June 12th, 12th or later? June 12th in Singapore. Really? Yep. Made the announcement just a week after he canceled the summit after an <laughs> hour-long meeting today with a top North Korean official who delivered a letter from the North Korean leader. And what Kim Jong-un has been worried about is that he will be, you know, captured and, you know, detained, and he won't be able to go back. So I think, being a prankster, it would be funny to kind of storm the room and go, and now it's time for you to go. <laughs> Just see, make him, you He's know, do a number worried. two in his trunk. Uh, the Trumpster uh, cap, uh, canceled it originally because he had a golf match, and then it uh, got canceled. So. 
And he wanted to raise more uh, gas prices, right? That was another reason yes. Trump wanted yeah, to. right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Trump, for those big high gas prices. The Minnesota man who held police off for two days in a, mini- in a Minneapolis hotel faces some new felony charges. Wasn't this over a cat? Uh, he, he did, yeah, the cat was part of the yeah. thing. I don't remember the entire story. He's going to go uh, to prison now. Hennepin County prosecutors say 46-year-old. That must be some... Nope. Oh, <laughs> I'm cutting you off right now. Thank Management you. Drunk on donuts and getting you out of that. Prosecutors say 46-year-old Lincoln Bowman of Woodbury is charged with obstructing legal process and property damage. Charges came this week after prosecutors dropped previous kidnapping charges due to the lack of evidence. Police say they went to the Graduate Hotel near the U in January after a relative told them Bowman was threatening to harm others and himself. Bowman allegedly said he'd heard officers who came into the room would set fire to the hotel. SWAT team later ended the standoff, although it took 38 hours. Is that what we call this place right down here now that's changed names 14 times? Is that the Graduate Hotel now, or is there another one? Yeah, the one that's on campus right next to the Applebee's. Yeah, Yeah. six, seven different names here. Do they have the Mrs. Robinson uh, restaurant (laughs) on the ground floor? I don't know. You know that that... Uh, Applebee's down on University looks exactly like the one in Coon Rapids. I mean, the bar is, it's like you're walking into the, yeah. it's mirrored. Huh. Isn't that so? That's crazy. YouTube, uh, <laughs> YouTube is dominating social media use among teenagers as Facebook fades from popularity, according to a new survey. The Pew Research... YouTube doesn't give out all your secret information, right? No. The Pew Research... Only if you've done... Good Deeds. <laughs> yeah, the Good Deeds channel. The Pew Research Center survey showed that... What a square. 80, oh, God. That I told him, I said... I, I'm sorry to interrupt, John. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing no, it anyway. Not. I told him, I said, no, it not. wouldn't work because you'd have seven, and then people would get bored. No, there'd be a lot of people posting their good deeds up there. Like, no. no, no, no Sheriff Taylor and Barney Fife and Joe Souchere sitting around in front of the barber shop. <laughs> He walked an old lady across the street. <laughs> that goes on the good I don't know. He's know. traumatized this week. He's missed the light two, three times. Yeah, yeah Something yeah. happened. Well, we had that breaking news item, yes, I believe, right. in John's yes. update yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. The Pew Research Center survey showed that 85% of U.S. teens ages 13 to 17 use YouTube, compared with 72% for Instagram, 69% for Snapchat. Uh, use of the main Facebook service is only at 51% among teens. That's down 20% from the last survey. Wow. You wouldn't speculate on the reason, but it's, uh, well, you know, teens often shun services once they become mainstream and used by their parents. Pew also says 95% of teens now have a smartphone or access to one, up from 73% during a prior survey. If I, I got the uh, I got the nine-year-old granddaughter. What do you think? Uh, uh, next next time around, cell phone or not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when? yeah. it's, it's right about now. time. Ten. But about uh, 10. don't start no. with the latest. You get a, can, you, can you get one that she can only put like four phone numbers in it or something? They like do that? have those. They call them baby phones, but once she finds out that she has a baby phone, she won't want it oh, anymore. Okay. She'll want to graduate. <laughs> and four more deaths have been linked to that national food poisoning outbreak blamed on tainted Arizona-grown romaine lettuce. That brings the total to really? five, and two of those deaths were here in Minnesota, according to the CDC. Arizona growing season is long over. It's unlikely there's any tainted lettuce still in stores or people's homes. In an update today, health officials... Unlikely, huh, John? Un- It's unlikely. Just unlikely. If you want to take Can a chance. Can we go a little higher than unlikely? <laughs> take a chance. Can we go damn certain or something? 
In an update today, health officials said 25 more cases raised the total to 197 illnesses in 35 states, 89 hospitalized, one death in California. Today, health officials said they've learned of four more, two here in Minnesota and one in Arkansas did and you, New York. Did you see what we had for dinner down, for lunch down there today? No. My yes. guy. Yep. He had cauliflower rice. Yeah. They think they can hide cauliflower no. by turning it into little kernels. No, you can't. You right. can't. It's still cauliflower, and the bride has been going into the cauliflower sure. rice. It's a big deal. thing now. Yeah, Man, it's still cauliflower. You can't change it. I, I like cauliflower. A leopard can't <laughs> change up, its Johnny. spots. I, I like yeah. cauliflower. It's cauliflower. It's terrible. <laughs> but if you like tots, get the broccoli tots. No, no, those are really no, good. No, stop talking. With cheese. No, no, no broccoli tots. Uh, <laughs> no. Say, fellas, I see by the clock it's time for break. Yes. I'm going to go back to my my desk i'm gonna get out my bug out box load it up with my <laughs> items and i may or may not be back i kind of have my doubts for room for you johnny hi what's up a runner was left with a huge gash after a 2,000-pound bison charged him, <laughs> dug its horn into his rear end while he was out jogging. Wow. Where at? Where was this, Johnny? It was in uh, Elk Island National Park in Alberta, Canada. Uh-huh. 26-year-old Craig Nielsen was enjoying a weekend away with his wife when he decided to go for an early morning run before she woke up. How big was the gash, you said? <laughs> Two thousand? No, I said two thousand pound bison. I didn't mm-hmm. say the gash oh, was oh, big. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I said huge. Nice. Got it. <laughs> the farm supervisor was making his way back to the campsite when he came across the plains bison grazing by a ditch. Hey, he said, "Hey," when he got poked in the rear. And hey, <laughs> although Nielsen initially thought it was really cool to see a bison in real life. His first impression quickly turned when the animal began to charge at him. Mm-hmm. He ran toward a cluster of trees. He said uh, he didn't think the bison would be able to fit through. But as he ran through the forest, he slipped in the mud. Oh, jeez, bi- just like the nightmare. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. The bison caught him, dug its curved oh. horn right into his left rear end oh, cheek. Oh, man. His batak. Batak. <laughs> the impact tossed him. He went him. back Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> the impact tossed Nielsen forward where he was able to seek refuge in the trees as blood gushed out of the two-inch deep, three-inch wide wound. The gash? He flagged down a car yeah. that had stopped to take pictures of the animal, was rushed to the local emergency room. Seven stitches. Uh, he says it's it's hard to sit down, but he should be fine in the end. What a numbskull. <laughs> I end. remember being in Yellowstone Park when my old man went down to take a picture of the moose and came running back up the hill with that damn moose hauling ass after him. <laughs> jumped in and took off. That's, that's right out of a Patrick McManus story. <laughs> that's funny. His moose was crashing through the woods. I can see the the I can see the the bubble, the cartoon bubble of all the naughty words he shouted at the top of stars, his hashtags, question yes. marks. Did Richard yes. have the uh, latest in technology, or did he have one of those big cameras well, too? It was, 58 or so, so whatever was the camera back okay. then. One of those land know. camera deals. I don't know. <laughs> set it up. It's a camera know. that you had to bring the film to Snyder's for and wait two weeks. Yeah, that would have screwed up the whole trip out west if uh, he'd gotten trampled by the moose. We would have had to cancel her. Think of all the stories we would have missed. <laughs> 
Security footage in China shows a woman being stopped by police after being uh, by police after being spotted driving on the highway in a slow moving pink bumper car. It was in Guangyang, Guizhou <laughs> Province. Uh, I have questions. <laughs> yeah. I, did, go, go I did too. I did too. You want to know how it's moving? Didn't yes. You? Yeah. I think it had pedals. I'm 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 not oh. going to swear to that, but it looked just like one of the bumper cars you'd ride at the fair. Yeah. Pedals uh, as in a bicycle? Like uh, you've seen the cars no, inside, with the pedals, yeah. the toy cars. Okay. You're not that young. And Come she on. was on a, what kind of a road? Uh, it was a normal big highway. She was. Wow. She uh, the uh, footage shows all the cars passing her on the busy roadway. Uh, the woman was stopped by police, given a warning. Police said warning. They, oh, she didn't have her shine on. Police said they confiscated. <laughs> she was the, sober. She actually operates a bumper car business in the city. They said they just gave her a warning ticket oh. and took away that particular. We had a guy on two twelve driving a Toro the, a couple weeks ago. Oh. Did you over in Chaska? Yeah. yeah. Thought, wow, he's going to end up. Uh, Did he have Kenny this? gets Kenny. You get the bicyclist on the freeway here every once. Yeah, in a while, right? every now and yeah. then. Yeah, yeah they get out this there. This is my road. Damn it. Share the freeway. I pay my taxes. No, you don't. <laughs> I just paid four hundred and eighty bucks for my uh, drivers. Bring back Jesse. Yeah, for yeah your thirty-five bucks. For your tabs? Oh my god! I just paid four eighty-three for my tabs. Yeah. Wow. You got to quit buying newer cars. Exactly. I, know. I was a newer car. <laughs> Rook uh, hasn't spent that much on tires in a decade. Right, yeah, right. Not even close. Yeah. Tough story from Oregon Thank State. God, I don't have some free spending Republican as governor. I'd really be in trouble. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> Oregon State. I'm not answering the phone, people, so don't call. He's he's trolling you, folks. Right. Don't respond. Oregon State. Will come in. He'll really put the screws. Again, he's trolling you, folks. Don't respond. I'm going to turn this thing around. Oregon State economists Mark McMullen and Josh Lehner say that employers are telling them they can't fill vacancies because every qualified candidate fails their drug test. <laughs> well, soften up the drug test. Get what are rid they, of it. What are they testing positive for? Uh, marijuana. Well, or Oregon has legal well, recreational don't, weed. Don't include marijuana. It's very simple. The, uh, they have so a, change the test instead of... Yes. Uh, what is the job again, John? Uh, all jobs. This, yeah. These guys are state economists. They say all employers are telling them they can't fill vacancies yeah. because everybody keeps failing ah, drug they're tests. They're just a bunch of do-gooders. <laughs> They'd be They'd on, be the, on good, the YouTube they're channel. They're watching yeah. the Good yeah. Deeds right. channel. They don't want people to smoke dope. Who cares? They write, uh, <laughs> given the tight labor market, legal recreational marijuana up and down the left coast. They might find their employees a hell of a lot happier. <laughs> Age putting it 12. In. Legal. Start putting that stuff in the candy machines down yeah, at the lunch right. uh, yeah, you'll make those get, Yeah, help the candy companies out. You'll have the happiest employees around. <laughs> A plane full of vacationers was forced to make an emergency landing after passengers began to vomit and faint because of the stench of one man's body odor. (laughs) Kenny in a kilt. That nice, that nice post-hunting waft. I've been contemplating a kilt this week. Ree Reaver says to me two words, the stink. Right. <laughs> you know what? I think that'd be good to sell at the fair. A little mannequin, Kenny in a kilt. Kenny in a kilt. Right on. Complete with flop sweat. Yeah. And I'm thinking topless, too. No. Even, even though Kenny doesn't show up at the fair, we ought to have a Kenny t-shirt. No, let's not, let's not spend any That's money on that.
that. My God, no. Yeah, flight was heading to the Spanish island of Gran Canario when it had Kenny to... T-shirt, one giant middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> had to make an unexpected detour as passengers became overwhelmed by the unbearable smell of what they called an unwashed oh, man. Oh, oh, my God. Bel- wow. Belgian passenger Piet van Hout, who was on board the flight, said the smell was unbearable. It was like he hadn't washed himself for several weeks. Oh, yeah. Staff on board the... Tr- uh, Transavia plane had reportedly tried to quarantine the passenger. Except for that one guy sitting right next to him going, what? What? The plane landed in the Portuguese city of Fargo. Oh, oh, really? To allow the smelly man to be removed from the aircraft. A picture taken by a passenger shows medical personnel talking to the man. Transavia confirmed the emergency landing was due to medical reasons, but the reasons why the man smelled so bad are unknown along with uh, whatever the medical issues. Yeah. Soap and water is the reason. For, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Johnny. Yeah. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, My Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.